0: Hello and welcome to another episode of That's Funny. Just kidding. I'm Matt.
1: And I'm Hillary.
0: That's it. That's it. I was just nice. I was fully (laughs) expecting some sort of joke. Or something. uh, Yeah, no, it's just me.
1: Just normal. All right.
0: (laughs) You must be tired tonight.
1: (laughs) I'm a little sleepy. You know, I'm a little tired. It's been a long week, but a good week. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well.
0: It's going to be a real chill podcast today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Again, it's going to be chill.
0: Going to be chill. Um, How are you?
1: Good, good. I'm just, um, we were talking before, I am living that lame homeowner's life. (laughs) It's not lame. I I finished my work and I'm really excited to go out and and, uh, weed my yard, so... um, yeah, that is, that's pretty much it. I, I don't know. I don't, I can't really think of anything. I don't this see is, anyone. This has now become I'm a weed anywhere.
0: podcast.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. When I say weed, I mean, I've been plucking marijuana. Oh, marijuana. Out is front yard. Out your... Yeah. <laughs> um, really
0: your front good. yard. Why do you keep it my in the front yard? yard. Because should...
1: we're in Colorado. What, what do you Oh, want? that's yeah. true.
0: People don't yeah. care there. You're in Connecticut. I'm just
1: kidding. You can't grow marijuana in your front yard. You can't? No. Backyard only? No. Backyard <laughs> only. lights only. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, so um, that's good. Well, I mean, you're getting a lot done with the house and, and stuff like that, and you're getting settled, so that's a good thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I haven't been to the basement in a week, but that's okay. That's, oh, you know,
0: the, I think the, that's
1: how a basement should be.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you shouldn't. Shouldn't go. Into shouldn't it. go down does there, this, right? Not... Does this house have a murder hole? i I've, I've forgot to ask you. A,
1: no, it doesn't have a murder hole, but it does. Well, I'm not sure. I'll let you know when you come visit, and we'll go investigate some interesting areas under the stairs.
0: I, yes, I, I should. Pro- we should probably explain uh, the context. No. I okay. <laughs> Just... Let's not. Let's not do that.
1: I still have that video. I. Uh, I okay. I came across it the other day, so maybe I should. Maybe post we
0: put it. it up on the Instagram. I'm
1: not. I can't remember if it's the one with you, but I definitely have the original one. So when um, my husband and I moved into our first house, which was a townhouse, it had a crawl space. And I'm not sure why I decided to do this, but I thought it would be really funny if I did kind of an MTV style Cribs tour, but <laughs> as if the house was only the crawl space. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt I did this whole thing and I, I, <laughs> I put some chairs down there and I made John sit down there <laughs> while I like did the so intro good. and then went down in there and I posted so it on good. Instagram. Um, you know, I thought it was pretty funny. And then when Matt came to visit, which was not very long after, no, no. I also made Matt do that and put him down. And he lovingly calls it the murder hole. So, yeah, it is pretty creepy down there.
0: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Was that Absolutely. a selling point or a, yeah. a renting point when you uh, when you rented it? Oh, out?
1: Oh, when we were renting it out, yeah. I honestly don't know if the person knows it's there.
0: Nope, but
1: But nope. uh, maybe I'll just leave it open when they move <laughs> in. <laughs> And put murder hole and point down. <laughs> Just
0: a little arrow, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you sweet.
0: get one of those like neon signs. <laughs> neon signs, murder hole here. Right. Yeah. Yes,
1: exactly. Okay, that's good. Oh good man. How well, speaking are you?
0: of murder. Oh, <laughs> no, how
1: are you? <laughs> Not yet. I'm doing
0: okay. I know. I know. Um, I'm doing okay. Yeah, we have other things too. We have an email to get to. Um, we also can't talk about Barb Kessler in the podcast. She asked me not to uh, talk about her anymore. I'm just kidding. We love you, Barb. Um, (laughs) she's, she's our number one fan. It's great. Um, so I'm doing okay. Um, yeah, I went for a a hike today. Um, that was, that was nice. Um, yeah, that's the end of (laughs) this is this week's episode. We, the last one blew up and people loved it this one's gonna not live up to expectations
1: <laughs> i think it will we're just continuing
0: that's true i mean the
1: beginning the intro maybe not i mean who listens to that anyways They probably fast forward through it fast
0: forward i like i do with mark maron whenever there's a oh. mark it's the first like 15 minutes i just just go yeah, through yeah i don't want just... to hear him talking about his cats um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man fair Fair, yeah, very no, fair. No, no. Um, yeah, no. Anything I—I <laughs> I was saying that I. Oh, I was telling you I got the chance to do improv with like one of my improv heroes, Will Will Hines, um, by mistake last Friday. <laughs> I was supposed by to a be happy
1: happenstance. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was nice. I was supposed to be doing a show with his brother Brian, and and Brian, uh, uh, got the times mixed up because it was it was Pacific time and days, and so uh, last minute it was. It was, it was really scary to be, like, do an improv with, not even Will Hines, like, just with a new person I've never done improv with. That's
1: true, yeah. Because
0: you don't, you don't, like, I've seen him do improv, so I know his style, but you're never in the style with him, so it, it was, it was interesting, but it was good, um.
1: I hey, also, that's improv, baby. Hey, improv.
0: <laughs> and not that we, Brian and I, planned stuff, but w- there are different formats that you can do. And we did, a, uh, Will and I ended up doing a completely new format that I had never done, doing one scene for 25 minutes. The same, we were the same two characters for, tw- and that was... Wow. That was interesting to sustain. Yeah. Plus, yeah, I I trapped us on a train going to Chicago. For <laughs> oh, yeah, for twenty five minutes. Yeah, shoveling coal. So uh, yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> so that was fun. Anyway, so yeah, it was no, it was good. And then we had the live. Finally, that was cool because it was the first time I was in front of people. I like, got a stage in. A year and a half, which yeah. which is um, very, very cool. Um, I kind of like got emotional at the beginning. I was like, oh, I didn't think this of was course. gonna have this is a great yeah. way to kick off an improv show. Uh,
1: start weeping. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just gonna say her cry, everyone.
1: Yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> no, but that went well. And we had a good audience too. We The audience was very good, but I think there was a, a good chunk of it that didn't know what they were seeing. Like, they um, were just like, oh, there's something outside, and it's entertainment? Okay. All right, let's yeah. go. Um, so I think a lot of people didn't understand, and no one was, like, shouting out words when I was asking for words. Oh, no. So that was, like, it was very hard.
1: It's like, anything? any words. Oh, yeah, just a word.
0: One woman kept yelling out, Iowa. And I was just, oh. and we used it once, but I was like, I don't, at one point I was like, I'm not going to pick Iowa again.
1: <laughs> it's like, I, I literally said that to her yeah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no so it was good it was uh yeah it's good i got uh i got these tulips oh
1: teacher... let everyone know they are yellow they're tulips yellow tulips, tulips nice. yeah
0: yeah uh, um it's teacher appreciation week um so i stole them from a teacher i <laughs> <That> was good <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no <laughs> someone gave them to me so it was nice yeah, well
1: deserved. They are lovely. Uh, That's yeah. Very
0: well, so I uh, this will come out after Mother's Day, so I can say this. So the allergies out here my aller- my allergies have been bad this this year so far It's just been horrible, um, and so I brought these tulips into the apartment, and I got my mom an orchid for Mother's Day. Oh, nice. It. I feel like I'm going to die.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Between the orchid and the tulips in this small enclosed space. Yeah. (laughs) It's not great. Um, I feel like... um, What's that person that the face blew up? Uh, I can visualize it, but I can't. It's like a movie or something. Anyway. Oh, well. Anyway, let's move on.
1: allergies or what?
0: No, I'm trying to think of what it was. Like when you get stuck... Like people get stung by a bee. Oh,
1: oh, I know what is that? that? You know Remember what I mean? That movie Hitch with Will Smith, he
0: Yes. Got super cool. Is that that's, it? That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. That's look what at
1: us, best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go.
0: It's like Will Smith and Kevin James. We're like, Will yeah, Smith, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> Who's who? No one knows. Uh, We're, no not, one gonna knows. Answer We're just... not gonna answer. That. Yeah, nope,
0: nope. nope. Um,
1: <sighs> yeah,
0: um, but speaking of answering things. Uh, we did finally get a second email. We got our first email from Barb. Got it. Uh, okay. Second email came uh, from Samantha K. Um, Samantha Kay. That's as far as I'll say. Uh, she had some really nice things to say about our '90s TV episode and oh, uh, her um, and the earworms episode, and listed some of her um, some of her favorite things. So I figured I'd throw some out there, and, and
1: yeah. we
0: talk about some thoughts. So. She mentioned something that I, that she was, like, obsessed with and loved. I've never heard of. Sorry, Sam. Uh, Road to... uh, Avonlea?
1: Oh, Road to Avonlea. Yes.
0: Road to Avonlea. I can't say words.
1: (laughs) I'm Um, ecstatic that you pronounced it like that in the beginning, because that is wonderful.
0: (laughs) I'm a dumb person, but... um, (laughs) I do know Anna Green Gables, which is the yes. is the same author, but I yes. I hadn't heard that. Um, yeah,
1: it, you want to know who watched The Road to Avonlea? <laughs> it was my, John, my husband. He watched it with his sisters. Okay, and so that's how I know about it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't. I don't. So, but it was basically like. And Green Gables, but on Prince Edward Island,
1: pretty much. Exactly, yeah. Okay. It just was, It's it was kind of in that same exact style.
0: Yeah, no, I, I had not um, heard of that before. Sorry, Sam. Um, something I did, uh, I don't know if you'll know this one. I was obsessed with it. I'm slightly older than you. Um, it was my first crush. Um, uh, my two dads... Uh, the crush wasn't on the dads. Oh, um,
1: okay. <laughs> it, was,
0: it was on Stacey Keenan who played, it was, it was Paul Reiser and another guy played. And another dad. And <laughs> another dad played these I two guys. I love Paul Reiser, but yeah. yeah,
1: I know, I know the title, but I definitely never watched it.
0: Yeah, they just, it, they just uh, were raising this, this teen girl, um, huh. Stacey Keenan. Um, and she was great. And uh, she's a lawyer now. She doesn't act anymore. She's a lawyer in California.
1: Good for her.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, Something that Sam mentioned, and I had watched, and I put on our Instagram. I don't know if you watched it, but there was a documentary called The Orange Years. Um, It's a documentary Mm -hmm. about Nickelodeon in the 90s.
1: Oh, I just saw that on Hulu. Yeah. Hulu, right? Yeah, 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 I just saw it pop up. Yeah.
0: It's so good.
1: Ooh, it's so good, of...
0: especially if you grew. That was like the era you grew up in. Yeah, totally. Really behind the scenes of like Legends of the Hidden Temple and, and Double Dare yeah. and, and all, where all that stuff came from, it, it's it's fascinating. And they ha- they talked to all the people we didn't
1: even mention. But oh, those, yeah. that Double Dare and Legends of the Hidden Temple oh, that yeah. was insane. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, it's a great documentary, and and yeah, Sam mentioned it, and I watched it a couple of, a um, couple of weeks ago. As for earworms, she thanks you for the liberty, um, liberty. <laughs> oh, oh! I wish I wrote it down. My friend Karen said, um, "Oh, what's the other one? Oh, 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 oh! O'Reilly. Do you yes. have that
1: auto parts? Yes, yeah, oh. totally. It's that is very similar to the liberty. Yeah, where it's um, there's also." Um, 800 hundred588 two 2300
0: empire, empire. today <laughs> yes um yeah no that's that old man that was in the Empire commercials and then he yeah, died and he
1: was like oh <laughs>
0: so what? then they had to animate him
1: <laughs> is that why he was animated yeah
0: he died wow yeah,
1: Matt always brings us right back down as soon as right we start death. going up he's like, right that person's dead that person's yeah. dead yeah.
0: Um, yeah. so yeah, thank you Sam for that email, um, she threw a hot topic at the end of it for maybe another mm-hmm. time um, yeah. 80, 80s, 90s toys and games um, I think we're, we'll have to hit that up at some point so, we
1: got them, yeah.
0: yeah cool, alright well thanks Sam for that Uh, how do we transition to cults?
1: (laughs) We're back, folks. We're back.
0: Oh, um, you know how we transition? We maybe, should we take a commercial
1: break? We will be taking one commercial break tonight because our other sponsor forgot to submit their work. So if you.
0: (laughs) So do we want to wait for later?
1: (laughs) If you want to wait for like the middle. Okay, we can go with one commercial break for this evening. (laughs)
0: Somebody oh, was
1: plucking dandelions and forgot. Tri- okay,
0: well, alright. <laughs> <laughs> this is a professional podcast, folks. And
1: it was my idea too. It was oh true. My gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, so it's okay. um
0: So cults. Um,
1: so-, <laughs> so we're back for part two. If for some reason, randomly, you're just a person that's listening to our podcast for the first time, this is a part two. So you might want to go back and listen to part one or not. Maybe you maybe you like to live dangerously. So uh, we're here and we're talking about cults, part two.
0: Yeah. Um, in the last, uh, I just want to do a corrections corner very quickly.
1: Okay. Yes. <laughs> um,
0: so we we started, we talked about Scientology. We got a little, little into the Mormon stuff. I think I, what I said was not what I meant. Um. <laughs> what i i think i said was that joseph smith was a racist he in fact wasn't but brigham young was a very much a racist and made the church and and that era of the church very very much um not great (laughs) and then from there on so joseph smith was first he was an abolitionist actually and he he fought for um uh slavery to be abolished and etc cetera, et cetera, But then Brigham Young was like, oh, uh, white people are the best. Um, so then it got problematic there. Um,
1: interesting. Yeah. So no. did Brigham Young, did he have anything to do with some of the passages in the book of Mormon that are very racist or,
0: uh, so I, that I don't know for a fact, but he did uh, write a he did write a lot of church documents that included. Oh, I wish I brought. And that's it. how it
1: works. I I will admit I don't know a lot of the inner workings of um, Mormonism, so these are more just curiosities. Then. Yeah,
0: yeah, no. Um, you know, earlier tonight I quickly looked up. I wonder if I could find it, um, <clears throat> but there was a whole. There was like a whole list of all of the the racist things that brigham young wrote wow. in various church documents um yeah it was it was awful um but yeah so i just wanted to correct that because i think i made it sound like joseph smith would I, i'm sure he wasn't great because I, I did just read something <laughs> about joseph smith of like yes he was an abolitionist and he was <clears throat> very much against slavery but he was also um not for equal rights of black people so
1: yeah and i think that maybe the term racist isn't the right yeah that's thing, probably not because right. i think uh probably a lot most people are have some racism yeah systemically ingrained oh
0: yeah definitely. all of us all of us yeah
1: yeah so i think that that's yeah. i don't think that's too out of line to that's say true. so yeah. yeah that's true because you can still, it's kind of like saying, oh, well, I have, you know, friends that are of other races. And it's like, okay, well, that still doesn't make you not a racist.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: You know? <laughs> you know, all my friends are, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, or I'm married to somebody that is a different race. It's like that still does not
0: uh, doesn't mean
1: yeah doesn't mean you're yeah. not racist. But again, I'm not saying he was no racist, yeah, But I'm saying no, that, no. that you can't say he completely wasn't. <laughs> oh, here, I'm sure so. he wasn't. <laughs> We're like, okay, so he was. That's where yeah, we land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, That's just a, <laughs> so
0: we take back our. No, direction. thank you, Kelly. Thank <laughs> no, but you so thank you, much. Kelly. I think
1: I think it is important for people to. Help clarify because we're just here talking amongst friends. So uh, we'd love to hear that kind of feedback.
0: It's interesting. So um, we don't have to get into this today, but um, (laughs) this could be a whole other episode. But um, she mentioned we were talking about that. um, Well, some of the things I wanted to talk about today might connect up to it, but we were talking about the. Mormonism and the the cult like, and then we kind of started talking about um, the Christianity and and that and that sort of stuff in the evangelical church and, Ooh, I've and got all that. Some of
1: that today, so old. do you want to do we
0: want to just transition? <laughs> do you want to that?
1: start with that? Yeah, that's because the main thing that I have, and then I'll probably just give commentary on your items.
0: Yeah, I got some I got some stuff that I was thinking yeah. about with the Christianity and stuff too. But
1: okay, ahead. yeah, great. go ahead. Well, you guys heard me tease it last time. Um, let's talk about do-do-do, Christian nationalism.
0: <laughs> That's the name I of our episode, Let's Talk yeah. About Christian
1: Nationalism. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're going to get crucified, ayo. Um, oh. So anyways, <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> um, yeah, so how about it, you know, <laughs> Christian nationalism. <laughs> So How I, about it? <laughs> I really think this is Hillary. I really think that this is a cult and I think that we really have started to see the fruits of this, especially within the last four years. Um, so can years. you
0: just so for even for me because I'm a dumb person. Uh, what falls under Christian nationalism? So what, yeah. how is that different from like evangelicalism or?
1: Well, it's really interesting because I feel like people in evangelicalism and just Christianity, some have really tried to be like, we are very different from it.
0: Is it having to do, does it have to do with the government?
1: So Christian nationalism is a Christianity-affiliated religious nationalism. So its primary focus is on internal politics, such as passing laws that reflect their view of Christianity and its role in political and social life. Ooh. And, you know, Christian yeah. nationalism isn't just like U.S., right? Yeah. It's It can be in a lot of different forms, like a lot of... Um, Um, countries where Roman Catholicism is really strong. There's a lot of Christian nationalism there. So it's very much with the idea that um, they need to preserve the status of the Christian state and do anything they can to to actively promote religious discourses that are (laughs) Christian. And then, and this is like in all different places, so social life, uh, politics, history, culture, science legislation you know you name it and then mm-hmm. some other ways that you see this is in i don't know if you've ever ho- heard of the quiverful movement no so this is if you know the duggers oh <laughs> i don't TLC. know them personally but yeah, <laughs> yeah they live down the street <laughs> um so the duggers from that tlc show yeah a million kids and counting um they <laughs> were very what much it's called yeah <laughs> has to be by now. So they were very much a part of the quiverful movement and that's a based in Christianity, but it's like the way that you evangelize is you have so many children that you start to not replace the population, but you are a large part of the population and that's how you 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 put your faith into different areas because if you have a million kids and those kids have a million kids and it's very interesting this is kind of a side note so i went to a christian college i grew up in christianity and evangelicalism and the the amount of people that <laughs> would first of all i'm one of six kids so let's just say that and i was also in a, um like i was homeschooled so we were around a lot of families who had Six, eight, ten, twelve kids. Yeah. So everyone was doing this. That's what you did: is you had a million kids, you taught them your faith, and they taught their kids their faith, and you took over the world. <laughs> um, it's
0: like Pinky in the Brain, but
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: very but different.
1: We would hear so many negative things about Islam and how one of the things that that Muslims do is have so many kids so that they can, um, you know, do the same exact thing that they were talking about, yeah. but they would, you know, um, it's not okay when it's, you know, when it's one, not white people, and two, when it's not Christianity, it's Islam. Yeah. And so I would hear about that all the time. And you have to be careful with, you know, just awful things. And then to look at it, it's so crazy. When you're in it, you literally don't see. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. hypocrisy of it, yeah. um, or, or the stupid justifications that if you just pull on a little string, they all start to fall apart. Hmm. Something, so, so obviously Christian nationalism, a lot of the focus is and support comes from the Christian right on the political sphere. And I heard, I can't remember where I read this, but when you look at it, And when you talk about the difference between evangelicals, so evangelicals are just like a different kind of denomination of Christianity. So, um, you know, they're more charismatic. They believe in speaking in tongues. Mm -hmm. And evangelicals in their name want to go and evangelize the word of God by any means necessary, which in itself I think is a little alarming. (laughs) Yeah. and again, this is coming from my own personal experience, so um, come at me if you have other <laughs> thoughts. But this is my actual life. Yeah, um, wow. So yeah, and then um, so think about it in this way, in very real terms, because we experienced um, some Christian nationalism on January 6th with mm. the storming of the Capitol. Yeah. Um, you remember what kind of signs people were holding up? Um, yeah. Some people were holding up like "Jesus saves." And um, other sort of like Christian signs or like Jesus loves Trump, you know, whatever. Yeah. That might not have been an exact sign, but things like that.
0: So what um, What are the problems of those signs? <laughs>
1: of of Jesus saves the, just... It just, and here's what's interesting. So I was also reading an article from Christianity Today, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the the gist of it was... And it was on Christian National and it it went through what is Christian nationalism? How is it different from Christianity? And they're really kind of trying to separate themselves a lot from it. But when you look at the Venn diagram of beliefs of evangelicals and then folks that um, are deeply embedded in Christian nationalism, they align on more things than they don't in my opinion. (laughs) So, um, and think about it this way too. You know, those, like, have you seen those pictures of Trump, but then like Jesus is behind him with his hand on him. And then suddenly Jesus was wearing a sash. That's a flag, an American flag as well.
0: Those are photos. Those Those are are real photos. photos (laughs)
1: Actual Jesus. (laughs) Um, My favorite is that photo that was circulating around, but it's actually um, Charles Manson. But they faded it in the background to look like Jesus. And all these people were reblogging it or reposting it. Like like it was actually Jesus and it's Charles Manson with Trump. Um, That's just a little chuckle. But something that's interesting is... So in this article, it was also saying, let's talk about Christian nationalism versus Christian patriotism. Christian nationalism is extreme, and they'll go through any hoops to do this. But Christian patriotism is just honoring God by loving your country. And I'm like, I think you guys are still going. And and that word patriot is super oh. alarming nowadays. Like that's you
0: know. You know I don't even want to go down this hole yet, but um, or ever. Um, but <laughs> it's gotten better. But the last like four years, like seeing a flag, gives me such anxiety, and that shouldn't yeah. be the case.
1: Yeah. One of my neighbors has a giant U.S. flag hanging down from their garage. And they also had a sign in their yard for a while that said, we the people are essential. And I can only assume that it was they were mad that they weren't getting the same sort of treatment that essential workers were. And so... And I interrupted you, I'm sorry. But that big flag no, showed I me, I don't want to know that person. No, That's literally I, what went well, through my mind, is I might not want to know that person.
0: Yeah, when you see, like... Because they're scary. T- trucks with the like... I- I- the American flag. Oh, with when the when MAGA flag. Once, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it was once, like, a, a, a pride and, like... Yes. I, and it just... Uh, it got co-opted and... Anyway, I don't want to go down that road. Um, but right. something you, what you were talking about, reminded me of. Have you seen the documentary "The Family"? It's about Christian. Uh, it's exactly no, this. No, I, I didn't. Haven't, even, but
1: I've but I've heard about it. I'm pretty sure it's that about. Really rings a bell.
0: Yeah, it's about the the history of like how this all, how the the religious, the Christian right, and and politics kind of came together yeah. and there's like a secret organization across the United States it's just it's scary and weird and and, uh, and
1: it's really um and the why and back to why I really think this is a cult is because it it takes people hmm. who one I don't think could could tell you one passage that is in John 3 sixteen or um, you know, Philippians, whatever. like I don't think any of those people could really tell you anything about the Christian Bible.
0: Hmm. Oh
1: you know, they just are listening to somebody that has these Christian nationalist um, ideals, I'll say and Talking they points. go yeah, it, it's just yeah. it's not even a it's so crazy because a lot of cults are very structured, you know, when you think about it. Um, But I don't think that Christian nationalism is, and that's what it is. They like shoot from the hip. It's just, it's all over the place. And it definitely doesn't follow any sort of scripture or what Jesus Christ, (laughs) Jesus, you know, said, or what we know of what he said. And (sighs) so it's just bizarre that they can take on that, um, that, what am I trying to say? That, Not persona, but that righteousness righteousness when they have, they themselves have, like if they want to follow the scripture, which honestly has a lot of issues in it, if they want to follow that to a T, none of them cut it. Not one of them. And so it's so bizarre how they can, you know, want these rights and ideals, especially within politics, when Mm. they don't even make the cut. No. You know? And they yep. don't see it. They don't see it because they're in it and it benefits them. And, and, you know, of course, Christian nationalism, all of this ties into white supremacy, racism like all of that stuff it all yeah. comes together in a, in a horrible puzzle
0: piece. it does we're <laughs> gonna have a part three coming very soon
1: <laughs> yeah i'm like you could my face is red right now because I, I get I, so I heated. so i would say i didn't i didn't grow up with any sort of political affiliation that was never something that was a part of my family i think honestly because they just didn't care that wasn't like a a thing we really talked about um but as i grew up and when i was at a christian college and then over the past few years just seeing how so much of christianity and christian people that i have known get consumed by this it is for me 100 percent a cult it, i think it you know it really needs to be addressed instead of just you know christians saying Oh, well, not all of us. We're not all, like, not all Christians, you know what I mean? Um,
0: Hashtag not all Christians.
1: Not all Christians. I'm like, well, do Mm. something about it because you guys agree on a lot of things and you elect a lot of people that are horrible. So, anyways, that's... uh, (laughs) Well, it's, you know,
0: no, it's, that reminds me of something that I hadn't had on my list last time when we did an episode, but... I watched a couple of things over the last couple of weeks and it kind of ties into what you're talking about. Um, Not to even still keep getting political and talking about politics, but really looking at like the cult of personality and like Mm -hmm. how that really, it it really, that in itself, sometimes people become those cults we see it in the politics um the thing that kind of kicked it off for me is this week i watched uh, the we work documentary
1: mm-hmm. um
0: and it, it was all about this guy who just promised people the world i, I mean y- y- you look at the fire festival di- like you oh, look at gosh. so many you look at so many yeah things like this where it's these charismatic people that are that are just like we're gonna we're gonna have, live in a utopian society. This is gonna be amazing. We're gonna make things great again, um, and and they're just promising. It's the bite, you know. It's that was something that uh, I got a lot of good feedback about the last time. Is um, how fascinating talking about that bite model that you were talking yeah. about was, and that's what it is. Is is putting misinformation out there and. All that stuff,
1: and putting so many rules around it that yeah. you can't even question the misinformation. Yeah, and honestly, I do feel like there are a lot of people within even religious institutions that don't know that they are using the bite principle. I think that it is, yeah, um, to them taught in a different way. I don't think that means that they are. Um, blameless, but I, you know, I do know. Even having gone through school for ministry myself, there's a lot of ways that you look at things. But when you when you write it down on paper, it's the bite principle. So, yeah. um, I guess I'll close it with yeah. with um with the difference between evangelicals. I don't know how much difference there is in my opinion. Um, and so in this. Surprisingly, in this Christianity Today article, and I, I wanted to pick that article because I thought it was interesting because you don't know which way Christianity Today is going yeah. <laughs> to pick something. Yeah, yeah. So um, it says, White evangelical Christians made up a critical part of Trump's base, and a majority supported him in both 2016 and 2020. A recent survey by the American Enterprise Institute found that three in five white evangelicals believe Um, falsely, that President Biden was not legitimately elected. And I think that that is where that cult-like mentality ekes into it, that you can literally believe that somebody, because Trump said it wasn't true, and how could it be possible, and then start, and he was saying that well before and I know oh, that yeah. we're not trying to get political, but that's yeah, what Christian no. nationalism is. Yeah, it yeah, is political yeah. <laughs> like that's So they try to seep into all of that. Yeah. And,
0: you know, when you look at it, go, talking about that call of personality to bring you back a little bit more to the religion side of things is you take a look at those pastors like Joel Olstein and oh my gosh, the, those, yeah. those 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 people like that. It becomes that. Uh, it, that person is is putting all this misinformation out there and um it, it just taking advantage of people get, taking their money right, for taking money, their for whatever yeah, wh- whatever yeah. it may be and the not um not having the actual Christian values. Like when the flood in Texas came and he just shut his doors and was like, like,
1: absolutely not.
0: Nobody can come yeah. stay in here. And i
1: like, um, yeah. but
0: this is not what you're saying when you're standing up at the yeah. podium. The, the, yeah. yeah.
1: When Jesus literally said, yeah. You know, I am the poor, I am the hungry. <laughs> and please, you know, take me in, love me it's it it blows my mind i have I don't know how you sidestep that stuff. How do you sidestep those those verses? like if you want to believe in that, how do you get past that and and that's a whole that's a whole other can of worms is. The Bible and how it was put together and um, decided on what went in it and influenced and all of that. Clearly, I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> Maybe something for like Our three. years from now. Yeah, no. <laughs> we got to do I some. Li- <laughs> next week will be toys. That. 90s yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> next week toys. will be
0: toys. We got to yeah. do something a little lighter next time. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, no, no, but you're right. And that's, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen the family, I would check it out. It's really, it's scary. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really scary. And they, they go into history, the history of like the national prayer breakfast and all that stuff yeah. that happened. It's yeah.
1: And there are people that don't even know that history that are following that kind of, um, yeah. that kind of mentality now. I mean, I have people in my family That are obsessed with Trump and that um, are totally into Christian nationalism, but I know that they probably weren't interested in Christianity or God or anything like that before. So
0: you know, I didn't even think about that. That's yeah, yeah. That's another side to that too. Of like, just taking these talking points. They didn't even really.
1: It. They're not even living by what it is unless it, it benefits them. If it doesn't benefit them, then they throw that part out, hmm. like the the helping people, the you know yeah. helping, like because well you know like anyways I'm not gonna.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm not
1: <laughs> gonna go further on that. We were we're 40 minutes in. Are we so. 40 minutes in? Oh my yeah, goodness. we're 40 minutes in. This is
0: what happens. This,
1: this is, is what, what happens, <laughs> man. This is what happens?
0: Oh dear. You guys
1: wanted this. Two people you wanted, wanted this. Okay. Two. I think there
0: was more than two. <laughs> okay. There was at least okay. two and a half people that wanted this. Uh okay. We got an email from a half a person. Uh,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, no. No. Um, So yeah, so the other one that I didn't talk about last week. So this was something that people picked up on. Um, It was my little, uh, what is it called? Easter egg that I put in the Mm -hmm. last episode. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, yes. If
0: you didn't know, that song that um, led us out of the the podcast was a a Beach Boys song that was written by Charles Manson. Fully- Mm -hmm. 100% One hundred percent written by Charles Manson and recorded by the Beach Boys because he was their friend. Well, not all of them. Dennis Wilson, really. Um. So yeah, Charles Manson was the one that I didn't really talk about last week. That I really,
1: which is crazy because which would this be a cult podcast without Matt talking about without Charles, Mitch Manson. Charles Manson.
0: I gotta say, I. I only really got into Charles Manson when we did assassins,
1: assassins and then yeah.
0: I fell down that rabbit hole and I can't get out of that rabbit hole. Um, yeah. of, well, uh, it's
1: a horrifying thing.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So he, he was, he believed he was like Jesus Christ. He was the manifestation of Jesus Christ um, and that well, according he, to
1: that Trump photo, I think, right. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy.
0: um, yeah, no, he, he believed he was Jesus Christ and basically he, that he, um, was being told through him to start like a race war, um, mm-hmm. and a ra- and he needed to start a race war. Um, and so he did. And, uh, well, I mean, he attempted to at least. Um, and the, the craziest thing about, well, there's so many crazy things about him. <laughs> um, but he is an example of that, that followers, um, of the taking it too far because I, and I'm not, this is in no way defending Charles Manson. <laughs> no way. But he never killed a person or like, it was all his followers that he coerced and convinced, which makes it even which scarier. makes it even yeah. scarier. Yeah, is Ugh. he? Yeah, he never picks up a weapon or anything. He um, had this this the family he called it. Mm. Oh, which is sort of like the the yeah, other. The other ooh, boy, yeah, yeah, I
1: know. Um,
0: yeah, no, he he picked up it started in the Haight Ashbury in San Francisco is he was like hanging out there and he would, he just was gathering followers and people. And then he ended up moving in with De- He met Dennis Wilson of the beach boys and he mo- basically moved into Dennis Wilson's house. Um, and it brought all of these people with him, um, his, his family and, uh, It kind of got Dennis Wilson in that. There's a fact. This is not funny. I shouldn't be laughing at it. As always. Um, But um, so finally, Dennis Wilson kind of came to his senses and kicked him out um, because what Dennis Wilson was doing was he was paying for food and medical bills and everything for all of these people. And... and there was a twenty one thousand uh, dollar medical bill uh, for all of the gonorrhea treatments.
1: Oh my! That gosh.
0: these women had to go through twenty one thousand dollars in nineteen sixty eight or sixty nine, something like that. That's insane.
1: <laughs> that's an insane amount of gonorrhea.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> I think that's the name of the podcast. That's the
1: name of the- <laughs> <laughs> That's an insane amount of gonorrhea! Um, oh my gosh, no! But
0: finally, uh, Manson's followers destroyed Dennis Wilson's car, and that was kind of the point where he was like, "You gotta get out of here." You
1: gotta go, not
0: the gonorrhea thing. <laughs> the, not there. the gonorrhea.
1: All right. All right. And
0: uh, so then he found uh he found a an old uh, Western movie set, um, a ranch, the Spawn Ranch, Spawn Ranch, and uh, he moved it. Uh, there and that became his his base um it was a it was a, a, a western it, it it hadn't been used for westerns but back in the f- uh, 50s 40s 50s etc they used it for western movies um and it hadn't been used in a long time so, so was he, he squatting no no he rented uh he rented oh. from um uh spawn was the guy's name I can't remember his first name um he was an older man um, and he owned this ranch and he paid rent. So the guy left him alone, but it became this like commune. And that's where he, wow. he uh, did everything and planned everything. And uh,
1: thanks a yeah. lot, Dennis. Thanks
0: a lot, <laughs> Dennis Wilson. Oh, <laughs> the beach boys. Um, But yeah, no, it's, and then it, it, yeah. He had his followers, um, the tate labianca bianca murders, like all kinds of things happened. There were more than that. There was like three or four, uh, various murders over the years and all of, um, yeah, all of these women and not all of, well, yeah, all of them, right? I think all of them went to prison and then he eventually went to prison and, uh, I think Squeaky Frome is out
1: I think she got out. You're right. I think she's, she's still alive.
0: She is still alive. I she think she did
1: get out. I thought.
0: I think she was released because I think I texted Caitlin on the day she was
1: released.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's 72. She's still alive. Or did she get out? Uh, fun little side story is one time. Uh, so my office was right past the Today Show in New York City. So mm-hmm. usually from the train, I would have to walk past the Today Show in the morning. And there was a, um, there was this just crowd of people around this old lady, like ushering her in. And it was like, I I was like, oh, who is it? Who is it? It I was like, is it JLo? What, like, what's going on? And, uh, I got a glimpse of her and I was like, she's just an old lady. I don't, I I don't know what's the big deal i found it later it was it was sarah jane moore oh. who uh was it car who did she try to- sarah jane moore i forget who she, she tried to shoot i oh, i forget <laughs> uh, i should know this is it it's not carter gerald ford that's right she i was gonna att- say
1: ford but then i didn't want to sound stupid it, it was, was like ford. of course she wouldn't. you know <laughs> like, yeah
0: um but yeah no so um yeah so sarah J. moore i think she passed away uh sarah did she pass away no she's 91 she's still alive too um but both her and squeaky from are are out um and about living in the world so there you go folks um so yeah charles manson bad guy (laughs) i know it's a controversial opinion (laughs)
1: <laughs> right yeah it's his it's Matt's opinion guys don't it's, get too it's my opinion
0: out. don't get mad <laughs> um, but I will watch any Charles Manson documentary any day there's yep. a million of them any none time. of them have new information it's, <laughs>
1: it's I, have to, I think I have watched exactly zero Charles Manson documentaries. Oh. Unless you made me watch one, which I don't think you no. did.
0: You're the only person yeah. who makes someone watch cult documentaries.
1: I think I am. Correct.
0: <laughs> I will say yeah. a couple of people who listen to the podcast in, then in turn watched, uh, watched the Tom Green were documentary. Were they... Yes.
1: Hit me up, folks. Let me know what you think about it. They were um, grossed
0: out. They were definitely grossed out about it. Um...
1: 'Cause it's disgusting <laughs> and he's horrifying. Yeah. The crazy the craziest thing
0: I keep saying the craziest thing, but there were so many crazy things about Charles Manson, but like he still gained followers like in prison. People were writing oh, yeah. letters. Um he got married in prison. Yep. Um yep. which got that uh, little
1: swastika text. Got a little swastika right
0: on his face. Yeah. That's yep. Sad, yep. sad there.
1: What a um, piece of shit.
0: Whoa.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah, um, we could, you know, these things were just scratching the surface. Like, we could talk about these things for a million and a half years. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and we come yeah. to the same conclusion. We're like brainwashed, not great. Yeah,
0: bad. pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah, so we're in, like at 50 minutes. Was there any other big ones? I had like Jim Jones down, but I, there's just... We could go on and on for with cults. I think this was we a could. good.
1: But you know what I think? It's time for. I think it's oh. time for our commercial. Break. Oh, it is.
0: Oh, toward the end of uh, we'll toward the end of out. our. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's really exciting, folks, that we have sponsors. We're we're starting yes. to get sponsors, um, and since we're getting an audience, uh, and we got one sponsor this week. We were gonna have two. Uh, we but were we gonna all... have
1: two, but. <laughs> the second one. Second did not one submit their work did in not time. So their work. that will be next one 100%. Um yes.
0: All right. So um so this uh this episode this week is sponsored by Capitelli's Funeral Home and Pizza Palace. Are are you tired of your having your loved one's funeral and then parading all the way across town for a, a funeral reception at a some dingy Italian restaurant? Look no further than Capitelli's Funeral Home in Pizza Palace. We take pride in burying grandma and then serving pizza that would make someone say, Mamma Mia! <laughs> we, we guarantee to bury your loved one in 30 minutes or less, or the funeral is free. Also, ask about our new ice cremation make-your-own-sunday bar. <laughs> As well as our lasagna group burial package, where we layer four bodies in a coffin and pass the savings on to you. That's Capitelli's Funeral Home in Pizza Palace. Our food is to die for.
1: Our first sponsor, Our first together. sponsor, wow.
0: Capitelli's Funeral Home in Capite- Pizza Palace. I'm
1: excited about that ice cream.
0: <laughs> the ice creamation make your own Sunday bar? <laughs>
1: Wow, you really came out. I mean, Capitelli's really came out with a banger (laughs) for this first sponsor. Came out
0: with a good one.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah,
1: uh... Man, I really wish that other guy had really submitted their work. I know. But but you know what? Capitelli's amazing.
0: We want to thank Capitelli's for their wonderful sponsor. Hopefully they will continue to sponsor us. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) all right do we wrap it up do we wrap it up with an ad we just wrap it up with an ad
1: um i will wrap it up with a thank you listeners yes please um, let us know what you want to hear Yeah, yeah, that's it. Just let us know what you want to talk about. Obviously, you like you liked this cult segment. I mean, we can't continue to talk about cults because that would make us very sad. But perhaps a new topic.
0: But uh, we love hearing from you, so please uh, slide into our DMs. Yep. (laughs) Uh, So we're Matt reads
1: most of them, and I forget that it exists. True. True. We (laughs) still have
0: to respond to that other podcast that asked us to be on it. Um. So we're TFJK Pod at no. What are we?
1: <laughs> we're TFJK Podcast on Instagram and TFJK Pod at gmail.com.
0: Correct. It's very late here. Um, yes. And you know, I'm very excited that for Mother's Day, I'm I'm taking my mother to brunch at Capitelli's Funeral Home <laughs> in Pizza oh, Palace.
1: Well, that just <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why would you? Why would
0: you take? Right there? <laughs> well, we get a we get a discount because they're a sponsor on our show. Oh, uh,
1: I got it. Yeah,
0: use use the code <laughs> TFJK for fifty percent off at of Capitelli.
1: <laughs> so Capitelli, wow, wow. You All heard right, it here first,
0: folks, you heard it here. For for, for I don't know. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.
1: <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>